You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, it's Danny, and I'm joined by Riley. From very far away. Yes, we are respecting the isolation requirements, suggestions. Yep, haven't left my house except for groceries in a week now. Yeah. Four days? Where am I? (laughs) Who am I? Um, I think, you know what's wild is everyone's like, oh my God, it's been two weeks. I have been pretty much self-isolating for two and a half months before this even happened because of my (laughs) surgery. And I'm on like almost three months now and everyone's like, what do you do with your free time? Like, (laughs) welcome to my tutorial. (laughs) Please refer to my vlog. (laughs) Like, actually, though, fuck my life. Um, so what is your COVID-19 update right now? Ew, and what are people calling it? Oh, Coroni or something? Coroni? <laughs> I can't. Oh, I just got a little splash of Coroni. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's my routine? Wow. Um, endless eating, I think, would be the big one. Um, no, my university is still going online, so Simon Fraser hasn't, like, um, stopped their classes or given us a grade freeze, so from Monday to Friday, I'm going to online lectures. That's wild. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, they've come out with something that's like, um, if you, as long as you get a D or above, you can substitute it for a P, like for pass. And it'll count as, like, your requirements if you needed, for example, a B to do, like, go to the next calculus. Um, And it won't hurt your GPA. So they've kind of done that. And also, if you fail a course, um, it won't count towards your GPA. Uh, But apart from that, um, most of my classes are remaining kind of normal. I think they're probably going to reweigh the final. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm still, still in school. Crazy. I have been making an effort to, when I get up, to um, stretch for a bit and then read for 30 minutes at least. Yeah. So I have some kind of, sorry, Bentley is like playing with a little chew toy beside me. (laughs) And he's not driving me crazy at all this whole time. (laughs) I'm not losing my mind. (laughs) No, it's it's actually really nice to have a a pet to keep me company. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Now that you don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> Forever alone. <laughs> Which was your substitute for a bit. Actually, though. Um, but I made a new goal. I've been very productive that I'm sanitizing my phone regularly. <laughs> yeah, I Because, like, I know, like, before all this even happened, people always recommended, like, to continually clean your phone off because it goes to your face and you touch your hands, blah, blah, blah. goes into washrooms, wherever you take it, right? So... Now I'm like just like face down on dirty tables and stuff. Yeah, so I've been making a valiant effort to try to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what else? What else have you been up to in quarantine? I've made cinnamon buns from scratch. Fully rose the dough, rolled it out. What a wifey material. No, so I, I am taking applications um, to be a wife. I am accepting from all genders. Yes. Uh, hit me up. Yes, RileyWifeUp.com. <laughs> <laughs> RileySeeking.com. 
Oh, Jesus. Um, my 10-pack uh, of baby wipes came in. So I'm always like, it's just like funny because like I feel like most sex workers are like laughing to themselves or all the squares are like, my toilet paper. And it's like, yo, I haven't used toilet paper in like decades. Like yeah. I baby wipe everything. So y'all can keep using the toilet paper app. Like, if I had a bowl sick, you bet I would baby wipe it. Right? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so with like the quarantine and the whole COVID thing, obviously um, dance workshops and yoga and all that's been canceled, which is understandable but unfortunate and I've had like several people reach out to me being like oh can you show me your stretch routine like can you help me and even before this happened like a lot of my friends would be like how do I get to be flexible how do I get my over slits um because I was trained in contortion and acrobatics um so I've been looking into doing like an online stretching um course and then like doing like teaching one and then I had some people reach out saying like oh could we do your erotica class online so I might just start up a like um either like the Udemy like U-D-E-M-Y courses um or some kind of like Patreon style website to teach like stretch classes and erotic classes and lap dance classes yeah you could probably I I don't know much about the first one that you just said but I reckon you could uh, curate Patreon to to fit with that. Yeah, I think with just with the issue with Patreon and OnlyFans, they've been marketed a lot to like specifically like sex worker artist stuff, as opposed to um, there's other websites like Thinkify and stuff or Thinkific or mm-hmm. something where they're they're very known for courses, so they already have a really large um, base of people like wanting to learn things. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I, I'm still looking to which one's the best. Also, there's certain, like, price points you have to charge higher on certain ones, and I don't really want to charge too high for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that will be – that's in the works. It's something to keep me busy, and, yeah, so I'm excited Good. about that. This is great. Um, but you've had your own little ventures with camming and whatnot. <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> um, I mean, I've cammed, like, twice now. So more than you work at the club, that's good. Yeah. So basically, I've beaten my record this year for working. <laughs> no, I actually, the weeks before we went into quarantine, I was like party after party. I, I made some I made some okay money. But yeah, I just don't think camming is for me. I need, like I'm such a girlfriend experience type hustler that I need to like see and react to a person and that's really difficult to do when you're camming because you don't see them um unless you do cam to cam and I again like I don't really I don't know I just don't think it's for me um yeah so I haven't really continued with that I might give it another go but I also had a really um crazy week last week uh of uni stuff so I just like was studying until 10 and then having a little bit of relaxation before bed and then studying it all over again so We'll see. Watch the space. Um, yeah, I... Camming gives me, like... It just makes me... I don't know. I feel very, like, violated on cam. Um, I think it's because you have to do so much for so little now. And I just feel super taken advantage of when I'm on cam. That, um, I just don't really care to, like, venture into it again. Um, I've been doing... Like, OnlyFans has been my, um, way to make money right now. And, um... It's been pretty good for me. I hit my goal of how many followers I wanted to get in the first, like, week or two. So then now I made, like, a new goal to get to. And um, been finding little, like, ways to make OnlyFans really um, 
work for me in my situation. And I just like that you post something and you don't have to worry about it. So I, I have an alarm on my phone that every day at like 12 o'clock, I post my video or photo for the day. I do more if I want to, but I always <laughs> at least do one a day. And, um, and then the only time I really have to engage with people is if they're um, asking for like custom videos or custom photos. So that kind of like, I don't know, I like that like post and leave it kind of thing. Yeah. I looked into doing OnlyFans, but I hate taking photos of myself. Like, unless it's, unless it's like to someone and I know it's not really going anywhere else and I, I don't have to see it again. I just, I, I can't do it. Like, yeah, I'll take some photos for you. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> um, and I then I know like, photos myself, I think like, sorry. I just, I don't like, I never look at a photo. I'm like, yeah, I really love that photo of myself. I feel like that's just our society like tells us not to. Maybe, and then if yeah. you do like it, you're like self-involved. Um, which is completely bullshit. But anyways, um, I like every photo. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, but I mean, I'm sure like 99% of uh, sex workers are also, and just people in general are going into seeking right now too. Uh, oh. how's, that, how's that gone for you? It's really blown up, but people are still asking to actually meet up. Right? Which is wild. Like I'm, yeah, I, and I'm just not down. Like I live with three other people um, one, like, one of my roommates has, has been sick for literally two months. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, not, like, just with back-to-back stuff, it's not, like, COVID or anything like that. But, you know, her immune system is down at the moment. Like, there's just no way I'm going to risk um, her health for, for, like, anyone, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, as if, as, if, as, as if seeking wasn't bad enough and how, like, cheap the guys are, they're still cheap, but now they just want you to, like, risk your health and safety yeah. <laughs> for, like, 100 bucks. I can't. Um, so I made, like, I've been, like, whatever. I have the free time to, like, waste being on seeking. So I just put up my profile saying, like, here's the COVID-19 update. If you want to do virtual dates um, and like Skype dates or have like a pretty much a pen pal, like I'm down for that. I am in self-isolation. I have no intention of meeting with you. If you're okay with this, then contact me. And like, there's like a disclaimer at the start saying like, read this before you message me and like literally wake up to not even kidding you 63 messages today being like, Hey, like want to meet up? You're hot. Hey, want to come over? Hey, can you host? It's like, Oh my God. Clearly you can't read or like you don't understand direction. Like, fuck yeah. off. Although I have to say, um, this one guy uh, randomly messages me, asks me if I'm still in Canada, um, and then, like, says, you know, is there anything that I can do to help? And I was like, yeah, I would, like, obviously it's a little bit of a tight spot. Like, we've stopped working, but I can't really, I like, I'm not willing to meet up in person. And he literally just asks for like my PayPal or my email address and I just give him my work one and the dude sends me 150 bucks like out of nowhere doesn't ask for anything hasn't really contacted me since and I just like want to shout out to like that one good guy on SA just like doing a little bit you know okay send me his username afterwards and I'm gonna message him and be like I really wish someone would help me <laughs> I will I'll send you his username <laughs> I'm like are you friends with Riley <laughs> amazing no but see like that's how it should be um yeah I 
I had like one guy that was like, oh, like I don't want sex right away. Like I want it to happen naturally. And I was like, okay, so are you paying for these like prior to sex dates? And he's like, no, like I just want to get to know you. And I was like, oh, I was like, I would find it shocking if a woman's going to give you quality time and invest in you as an audition in hopes you'll eventually pay her on this site. But like, hey, all the best with that. Yeah. Like, ugh, they're just, ugh, I hate seeking. Um, but yeah, so my OnlyFans venture's been going good. We're still waiting to see if they'll pay me this time. <laughs> That's, yeah. But yeah. And yeah, we also started our stripper D&D, so stripper Dungeons and Dragons. The Dragons. One of our girlfriend's partner is our dungeon master. Aw, he put so much work into it too, and he was so good. Yeah, it was really great actually. So it was, I've played before, and that was, and Nina has played before. Yeah. And then, um... You three were, it was your first time playing, and it was just a one-off. It wasn't a campaign, um, so we were just kind of learning uh, what to do. We were, uh, we were using Roll20, which is a, uh, a platform that you can play Dungeons & Dragons on, and so everyone was just kind of uh, learning the software, and we were uh, Skype calling as well, and uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was great. It was a lot of fun. We ended up playing for, what, eight hours? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was super fun. I, like, felt all the next day not having, like, her man, like, dictate my entire life. <laughs> no, it was really fun. And who is your character? So my character is a fury. She is a tiefling. She's a soldier. That's her background. And um, what's her class? Wow, I've just completely blanked. Oh, paladin. So she's like the she's one of the fighters of the group. So we have a bunch of like healers and magic people, and then we have fighters. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just great, and I think we're gonna keep the same characters when we start the campaign uh, in a in a few days or a few weeks time. Yeah, and then I am uh, Freya, <laughs> and um, she is a high elf warlock, and she has gotten her dark powers from a uh, demon that she was in love with and now she uses her um, charisma and dark magic and sexuality to get men and women to do everything she wants them to yeah so so we were in combat I think this is my favorite part we were in combat (laughs) and um we were just like kind of having fun with it and we all chant for uh Danny to get her character to um mock this guy's small penis because he lost his pants in some fire <laughs> uh, and she rolls a nat 20 so if you don't play D, that's like the highest you can get and basically anything that you want to do pretty much slides at a nat 20 um, and he fled the fight because we laughed as tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Y'all welcome. Um, yeah, no, it was really fun. Yeah, no, it was really, really fun. It was a good way to spend to spend a whole day just um, running around a virtual castle fighting men. Yeah, a vampire. A vampire. Yeah, a vampire. Um... So, have you had any situations on social media lately? Usually when we do the episodes, one of the things I kind of prep with is any, like, 
messages I'm getting or posts that come across my way or stupid fucking remarks people make on posts? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I haven't really gotten um, many. My social media is pretty quiet, to be honest. Yeah. I use it to search for memes and to send memes to you girls. <laughs> and, and, and that's about it. And that's it. Um, yeah, well, I had someone comment on one of my posts being like, this is my friend's post. It would be nice if you actually tagged her. Okay, people that feel the need to comment this shit, okay, it only happens, like, I think two times now. But here's the thing. I always tag the source I got it from or the original, like, poster, like, if I can. I never, like, take credit. So if I... Like, if you know who the original poster was and you have, like, the information for me to tag properly, like, you can politely say that. But I can't stand when people comment in a way that's, like, insinuating that I'm, like, trying to take credit. Yeah. Because, like, the original poster, especially on tweets, like, the original poster is included in the picture. So, it's not like I, like, whited out her name and, like, added mine in. Like, <laughs> so. Which room of the icons. Yeah. <laughs> Skilling. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, so rest assured, your little friend got her shout-out and was tagged in it. But um, y'all need to be more polite. Just saying. No, I don't And then I also... Sorry? Also, shout-out, like, I um, I go to SFU, which I, I think I've mentioned previously. Um, and I promoted... Because you did the, the lecture there. I, I'm in the Reddit, so I put um, the podcast on the Reddit... Um, so shout out to you guys. Hi, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, but yeah, I, there was just like some real dumb comments, um, from that. So I, I, I don't have my phone with me. It's upstairs. Um, but it was just like, oh, are these, cause I said, it's just, you know, a sex worker podcast. And there was comments like, um, oh, are these services offered at SFU? <laughs> just like dumb, just dumb shit. Or the one that's like sex worker podcast. Does anyone else think this is porn? But shout out to the person, and I wish I had the screenshot here um, so I could, like, drop your name. But shout out to the person that was like, oh, anything's porn if that's your thing. Ooh, yeah, don't yuck someone's yum. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Very sexually open of them. Um, And then I had, because, like, I am promoting my OnlyFans on my social media, which I don't typically do, but times are hard. So (laughs) all my friends and family are getting, like, blasted with my OnlyFans. (laughs) But um, I had, like, this guy who I don't even know who he is. I don't even know why he's following me. I recently made, like, all of my social media accounts aside from, and I have five, I think, or four, (laughs) because I have the stripper D&D, my photography my personal, my sex worker account, and the 50 plus a tip account. Yeah. I um, made them all private except 50 plus a tip and stripper D&D. And um, now anytime someone likes a photo and I don't see, know who they are, they get removed. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want, like, randoms on my Instagram anymore. And um, this one random, I snuck through the cracks and was in my Instagram, and he was, like, constantly, like, sending fire emojis to all my posts. And then... Um, and would comment like hot, blah, blah, blah. And then the one promoting my OnlyFans, who's like so hot, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, here you go. Like, he's like, I'm, no, he said, I'm a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, perfect. So I sent him the link to my OnlyFans. He's like, oh, um, I'm a huge fan, but, but not a paying one. I only pay for girls I'm dating. 
And I was like, okay, then you're not a fan. So then I just like ignored him. And then he like fire, like emojied another one of my, like fire response to another one of my posts another time. So I just, he's got blocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> no, you're a cheap fucking creep. That's what you are. You're not a fucking fan. No. Support the art that you like. If you're a fan, then you pay. Yeah. Oh, and then Dancer's Resource is an Instagram that I do quite like. Um, I think they have, like, a lot of good resources for sex workers. But I was really disappointed to see um, one post they made regarding OnlyFans. So they posted a, uh, a guy's opinion of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And this is what he said. Everyone is doing OnlyFans. Here's how I view it. If you don't have a lot of updates with photos and videos, I'm not even taking a look at it. You have to run a special for the first time subscribers that is under $10, preferably $5. Your OnlyFans has to have recent updates and there has to be a variety of things that you do. Don't just have every video of you masturbating. The quality of video, including the lighting, has to be really good. If I know you personally, then I'll definitely look at your site. If not, you're a judge on all those other factors. I can watch free porn anytime I want. You have to give me a reason to view your porn and pay for it. I've tried like 10 different sites and not really impressed, but I'm also pretty picky. And no, she posted it as like, hey ladies, this is great advice. Yeah. What do you feel like that? I just think that anyone who's trying to put a price on anyone else's body or pictures is gross. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it is okay to suggest um, certain ballparks, but to put something being like, yeah, I think that your first-time subscribers should be $5 at, what, like, updated videos and photos. Daily, yeah. So, let's say, you know, the month has 30. Yeah. $5 for 30 photos and or videos? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. You want to pay 60, is it 60 cents? Yeah. Um, also, like, you're not a sex worker. What the fuck do you know about OnlyFans? Why are you telling us how to work an OnlyFans site? And, like, why are you talking like you are, like, a godsend that we should, like, do everything you want to, like, try to hope you're a subscriber to us? Yeah, for me, like, like, yeah, for me, like, and you are the kind of person that will not pay for videos. So, like, with my OnlyFans, my subscription is $25. I occasionally do, like, a next 10 new subscribers get 10 or 10 to 25% off or whatever yeah. to like entice new subscribers. But, um, my, yeah, mine's $25 a month, which is more than a lot of girls, but yeah, I, I post one every day, at least a photo every day, a video every day. And that ends up being 89 cents. You're paying for like a nude of me. And like that, I used to like, I was telling my girlfriend yesterday, like four years ago, I would sell like a nude of me with like not sorry, not even a nude. It would be like a selfie with like cleavage and like my face cut off. I could literally sell that to people for like 300 to 500 bucks. Like that's how much the industry has declined. But still like I leave my price higher because one, I don't want every fucking creep to be following me. I want like people that are willing to pay a measly $25 a month. And those people that are also going to put $25 in are more likely to also pay for your $150 video. You know, like, they're, they're quality over quantity. And, again, like, everyone who has an OnlyFans can run it however they want. But for me, like, even just the way this individual is talking, I wouldn't even want him as a fan if he was paying me $25 a month. Yeah, no, I agree. 
and he says like you can get free porn whenever you like then go get that free porn but don't tell people that you clearly have an interest in like seeing their stuff to lower their price to suit you yeah it's like going to like a ferrari dealership and be like well toyota is gonna let me buy a car for twenty thousand dollars so you should be giving me a car for twenty thousand dollars and i want a new paint job and i want it like customed every fucking week and like detailed every week because toyota does that for me it's like cool then stick with toyota if you want something from Walmart, then go to Walmart. Yeah. But don't demand the same stuff from, like, fucking Gucci. Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was, yeah, I was just disappointed that Dancers Research posted that. And I think it was very obvious in a lot of the comments from girls being like, yo, first, like, why are you even posting a uh, guy's opinion on this site? Like, it's, like, that's not really what we care to hear. And also, yeah. like, I think it's, like, un- it's not... It's not empowering to tell women to lower their prices. No, I like if, if, if that went out and was like, yo, every like, like every girl who's doing OnlyFans, you should have twenty dollars a month minimum. Yeah. Everybody does it. It suddenly lifts like the value up. Yeah, it raises the bar. How business works? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then I also this week I was listening to this podcast, that same podcast I mentioned before, with like two local girls put it on. Wait. <laughs> And um, they are uh, they're talking about like <laughs> uh, DMs they get. Yeah. And it's so funny because like they're both squares, right? So the DMs they get are like the I think the most like vanilla DMs, and they're like ooh, and, like squealing. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're like they said that like this is the craziest DM I've had. Like this guy was offering me six hundred dollars a week. Um, to PayPal me, to keep him company just by messaging him. Um, do you actually give him my PayPal? Um, and then I was like, oh, my God, like this, like, okay, you get this like, at least once a week as a sex worker minimum, these, like, scams. But um, she was like, do you think I should give him my PayPal? And then she's like, I mean, it's an extra, like, $3,200 a month. And I was like, Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like her friend who records her didn't even call her out, and I was like, $3,200 a month? No, like six hundred a week is twenty four hundred a month. And then I was like, hey, clearly these girls are not sex workers because one, none of us would even bat an eye at this, and we delete it and know not to give our PayPal. But also, like, we know our fucking math. <laughs> like, we know our like. If anything, you tell us a weekly, monthly, like a like a weekly allowance we'll know our monthly we'll know our annual allowance with that like instantaneously like we didn't do no fuck-ups like that like so i was like laughing so hard i um i got a dm from someone on seeking arrangements that was like uh so like obviously i can't like see anyone because i'm in quarantine and yada yada and so i just kind of want to like um talk like talk to someone um uh, you know, through through whatever medium, uh, every now and again with like fo- like some photos and videos, and I was like, okay, like what are you talking like about? thousand dollars a week. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about in terms of sugar? Because I always like them to like pitch the first pitch the first shot. You know, there's no point negotiating if they're starting where I wouldn't even think about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he's like, well, how does like a hundred dollars a week sound? And I was like, okay, let me let me break that down. Hundred dollars a week 
you want to talk every day, possibly, that's $14 something a day, um, and you want me to talk for like an hour, probably, with photos and videos, so it's $14 an hour, just once, like a day, for photos and videos that are personalized and custom to you, plus I have to for get free. my attention, and get ready for these, like, yeah. yeah. But you know there's some square where they're being like, whoa, $100? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you do all that math and then you're like, no. <laughs> but yeah, but like you need to do the math. Like I remember a while back I was on CK Rangers and a guy was like, oh, I want to hang out this many times and this will be it. I'm like, okay, so you're when I break it down, it's actually $120 per date. I was like, no, that is like not even a tenth of what I would expect. And he's like, oh, he's like, never mind, like, I didn't think he's like never mind. I didn't want a professional. I was like, oh, am I professional because I can do like simple division? <laughs> like, okay, bud. Like, fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah wild. Um, okay, so some questions we had this week. Uh, one question was, what are you most excited for once everything opens back up? Besides getting back to work. So. Um sent you a meme literally about this this morning that was like uh I cannot wait to hear can I start you up with some appetizers and drinks because <laughs> I realized that my personality is going out for food with my friends my personality is food <laughs> <laughs> actually like that is what I do for fun uh no I'm just down for to get back to girls nights um like board games nights I'm really lucky in the terms that I live with uh a couple of roommates so we're doing um games and stuff but i want to play D in person because online is kind of sucky um i want to hug some of you bitches like <laughs> no D D live is like something i'm super excited for yeah just movement free like free freedom of movement i think like i want to be able to go to the beach or like bike and meet up with people for a nice cream or a coffee and not feel like I have to avoid people weirdly at grocery stores. I don't know. I guess that sort of thing. Just normality. Yeah. What about you? Okay, well, I moved to my place on the 15th, like literally the day before the clubs closed and everything closed down. And one of the reasons why I was so excited for this particular loft was one, because I love lofts, but also like its location. It's like in the perfect location for a bunch of downtown restaurants that are like unique restaurants. So yeah. I was like, I'm so excited to like eat there. And now that like, they're all closed. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like I literally came into the neighborhood and the neighborhood shut down. So yeah. that is like one thing. There's a really good, um, vegan place on the corner near my place. And it is to die for. So I'm not going to say the name in case there's like psychos listening. They'll like locate my home. But um, yeah, it's great. And I can't wait to go to it. I can't wait for it to open back up. Um, so pretty much the same thing as you. I want food. <laughs> Even though I, to be honest, I've been ordering food in like literally every day. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to um, like road trips and camping and stuff like that with summer coming up. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for, like, beach time and, like, traveling. Like, I had a Miami trip coming up on, um, I would have left today, the 29th. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I also had a Miami trip coming up. I would have left on March 29th. So, like, that's shitty. Um, I was pretty excited to go. That's when I'm going to have gone for, like, 15 days or something. So, 
traveling will be nice to be able to do again. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Germany at the end of April to see the family that I uh, lived with and looked after and all my friends who I met when I was, like, living there a couple years ago. Finally, like, decided to go back and shit, closed up shop. I know, it's so shitty. Okay, next question. What do you do to keep yourself mentally healthy during the COVID I'm accepting any advice on that. (laughs) (laughs) Blind? You mean the blind? Honestly, like, I've had several meltdowns. We just lost her. She's, like, staring off this face right now. (laughs) Single tear goes down your cheek. Yeah. I'm not keeping mentally healthy at all, I don't think. Would be a... Accurate description. Um... It's mostly stress-related from, like, university and stuff. And also, I just have an inkling to go home. Like, it's... I want to be around my family during this time as well. Oh, you know? Don't give me the evil eyes. I am your family. You have family here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still considering it. But... The, honestly, the girls that I live with are keeping me mostly sane. I've also uh, started drinking heavily. Sorry? <laughs> I've also started drinking heavily. <laughs> That's just so funny. I was literally thinking of that, like, yesterday. I'm like, I think I'm the only person in the world that hasn't developed a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally was like, ooh, maybe... Um, we should like drink wine during stripper D&D or like maybe we should drink wine while recording this. And I was like, I wonder where I can get wine because <laughs> I have no alcohol in my house ever. Alcohol. Yeah. So, shout out to the um, MVPs, BC Liquor, who are not closing during the quarantine. Well, it's probably their best time. It's like Christmas for them. Yeah. They're probably like booming. But no, in all seriousness, uh, I've been kept sane by the girls that I live with, video chatting with my friends and family. Um, doing small things like cleaning um, or baking, just something to keep me busy that's not schoolwork, trash TV, and podcasts would be would be my advice. Do anything with all of them. Maybe try to learn a new language. Get creative. Uh, yeah, there's like some really good apps that actually help you learn a language, so it's a good way to utilize your time. Um, for me, like... Like I said, like, I've been pretty much, like, hibernating at home for two and a half months now. So it just seems very, like, normal to me almost now to be hiding at home with my dog. Um, But, yeah, I have literally, like, there's that meme. It's, like, I've finished Netflix. It's, like, actually, like, where I'm at right now, I have watched pretty much all of Netflix. I also just moved, right? So I have a lot of organizing to do, Mm -hmm. um, which you know, with my OCD keeps me busy. Um, and then, yeah, just, yeah, Netflix, FaceTiming with friends. Um, like I said, stretching, uh, reading. I've been busy with my OnlyFans, making content. Yeah, that's pretty much it, playing with my dog. But yeah, honestly, just a lot of like, I guess say me time, but there's no other option. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just reading, stretching, Watching shows. Something for your mind, something for your body, and then, like, something for your environment. Like, 
redecorate a room or, you know, just clean something from head to just one room from head to toe, you know, yeah. just to keep yourself a little bit more sane. Um, I've been really awful with uh, moving my body. I need to start stretching as well because I'm just like, if I'm not sitting at the computer um, studying, I'm, you know, sitting on the couch with like terrible posture. Yeah. And it, I, so I, I went to Superstore yesterday and I got a foam roller and I'm just, yeah, going to start stretching and stuff. So do something, yeah, do something to like educate yourself a little bit. Um, I'm going to plug this guy, Trivia Guy 17 on Instagram. He runs a little trivia competition at noon every weekday. And so it's just like, I don't know, eight to 10 questions. My roommate's been doing it and it's just like, a, a, a bunch of different questions, a bunch of people are taking part and it's just takes like an hour or something to just answer them. You fill out a little form, you send it to him and you get points and stuff. That's um, fun. Yeah, exactly. So trivia guy 17 on Instagram, I believe. Um, so that's been keeping like my roommate saying, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like for me, like for my mental health, like I am absolutely at my happiest when I'm like reading a good book. Um, one of the ones I was reading recently was the um, Dear Girls book by um, Ali Wong. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hilarious. I was literally laughing out loud to some of the parts. Um, so that one I definitely think recommend you guys pick up. It was super funny. Um, so that I just felt good to read something. And, like, it felt like I was talking to, like, a girlfriend of mine, like, who's, like, super witty. Like, it was really fun to read that one. And then I also – I have, like, a hound's nose where – I can smell things like to a a dog, like a dog's ability. It's ridiculous. So smell is a lot to me and it like really makes me happy. Like vanilla is like my favorite smell. So I've been like lighting my vanilla candles and having just like a nice aroma in my house. Cause it really is like, to me, it's like the small things. And then, um, Miss Envy had given me some, uh, CBD bath bombs so just like taking a bath with some candles on and listening to music and catching up with my favorite podcasts and just like those like those moments really like help me kind of like stay grounded and not get into the mindset of like what the fuck am I gonna do like I'm losing money right now because like I'm such a type a personality I always need to be like making money or like making like moves so I think this is a good practice for me to just like slow down a bit and, like, even, like, for example, me talking to you being, like, okay, I'm going to start using my stretching and making that, like, a new avenue, and then I'm going to do this. Like, I'm already like that so much that it's kind of nice to be forced to just, like, slow down a bit. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that's also a really good idea is, you know, wake up in the morning and just write three things down that you want to that you wanna do. So, like, whatever, a 30-minute um, walk by yourself or, you know, clean a kitchen or try a new recipe, just write three things down to give yourself a little bit of a schedule. Um, especially if you don't have like online university or, or online work or anything like that. Um, yeah, like I'm an ENTJ, so I'm very like goal oriented and like list and organization um so for me to like keep my sanity having even just an alarm clock that's like at this time in the morning I feed Bentley and then I do my stretching for 30 to 45 minutes and then I read for 30 minutes and then I post on my OnlyFans and even just having like those four very simple things like written out it makes me feel like I've like accomplished something like I have some kind of organization in my day yeah Um, I find that has really helped me kind of keep my sanity a bit no, for sure. I completely agree. Next question. Oh, yeah. Do you think sex work will be affected by COVID long term? 
Um, yes, I do think so. Um, I'm curious whether it's going to, I was just talking about this with a, a girlfriend of mine. I wonder if it's going to have the same sort of dip as it did after, um, the market crash in America. The okay. Wall, so you're thinking Wall Street, Wall Street crash, Wall Street. So you're thinking economically? Yeah. Because the economical, like, um, negative impact it's had, that will slow sex work? Absolutely, yeah. Hmm. I think it depends on what avenue of sex work you're in. I think if you're doing prostitution, like, I think you might, prices might lower, but increase of clients. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're working, um... In establishments like strip clubs, I think that will fuck your money up. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. But yeah. Like, you know, I'm just, like, y'all seen hustlers, you know? Yeah, so I think, like, if you're more in the entertainment aspect of sex work, I think your income will greatly decrease and mm-hmm. the amount of clients will greatly decrease. I think if you're in the more um, intimacy side of sex work, then I think your um, your clientele number will likely increase maybe lower uh, price points, maybe. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that you'll see um, online stuff take a dip as well. Um, Just at least in the first little bit, just people wanting to get that human connection and uh, human, like, touch and intimacy, um, there'll be, like, a little bit of a a dip with uh, online stuff as well, just while people go get that fix. And then it'll probably level out again. Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next question. What can sex workers do to help earn some income at this moment? Uh, OnlyFans, seeking arrangements, virtual dates, and, uh, you know, online communication, uh, webcamming, if that's your thing. Um, yeah, making and selling porn. Making and selling, um, like, poll tutorial videos for other sex workers is another thing. Um... There's also, like, you can apply for EI depending on how you do your taxes. Um, That differentiates, you know, different places from, like, Canada to the States. I know we have listeners in the UK and other places. So definitely look into, like, your own specific situation. But I know here in Vancouver, the PACE Society, um, which is an organization for sex workers, are giving those who apply and are, like, deemed, like, they qualify, they're giving them, I think, $100 to $200 I know that's not like a lot to some people, but you know, it's a small organization and I think it's pretty impressive that they're already doing that. They've acted so quickly and they're doing everything they can to help, um, community sex workers in Vancouver. I think that's amazing. And my friend who applied and got it, she got it like two days after she applied, which is much better than you see people applying for EI right now. And they've waited three weeks with nothing. So shout out to... You think about the number of people that are applying for EI at the moment. Like, that's no, it's just that sex workers are better. <laughs> true, true. Um, yeah, I actually reached out to my accountant, um, and I asked her about uh, applying for EI, and she said uh, t- if you are technically self-employed, which if you're doing VIP dancing or um, maybe not camming because you can still technically work, but if you if your work has stopped because of COVID um, and you're self-employed, you're not really eligible for EI. Um, 
because yeah for some reason um but you will be um you might be eligible for emergency support benefit um but unfortunately the government haven't hasn't put out any details on this program at this point um this is specifically for bc yeah um the cerb i think is what you're referring to esb i think Okay, I know there's a Canadian Emergency Response Plan. If you aren't eligible for EI, then there's another one you can apply for. Is that the one you're talking about? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. They don't have a portal for us to apply for it yet. No, it's a... Very much up in the air. It's come out in April. Yeah, and then who knows how long it'll take to get those funds, which is very frustrating for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I guess our hands are pretty much tied in what we can do, which is very, I think, a lot of people are getting frustrated, especially... When you think about rent, and I know that's like me and you and the girls have been talking about a lot in our group chat is, you know, like Vancouver is a renter's place. Like most people I know rent their places and rent here is not fucking cheap. Like unless you're, you know, like yourself sharing a house with like four other women. Um, If you're living on your own rent, like the average rent is 2300 right now in Vancouver for a one bedroom. So I think it's one bedroom. Um... So I know they put out, you know, $500 up to $500 help for rent, which doesn't really help most people that are renting really. Um, And then they're saying, you know, they're banning evictions, but I don't think anyone really wants to be that asshole who goes to their landlord saying like, tough luck, I'm not paying you and you can't evict me. I don't want to be that asshole. I don't think it's the sake of being an asshole though. I think it's the sake of realistically looking at the situation like I, I really don't believe that any landlord especially when the like government is talking about it would really think you're an asshole for not paying rent at this time I guess like to me I don't like that the government's putting it on us to be that person to tell someone I'm not yeah. paying you like the government should be freezing rent no I completely agree with that but I mean yeah for sure because but most I landlords I know that- are not going to be understanding they're gonna be like too bad you fucking have to pay me and then they're going to, like, put up a stink. And then, I don't know, I just, I've had really bad experiences with landlords in my past. Um, I'm a really great tenant, but I've just had really, like, terrible landlords. And um, right. that, like, never came and fixed anything, made you pay for all fixes that were done, like, before you ever got there. If a door lock stopped working, you had to pay to replace it. Like, kept oh. my, yeah, they're just, like, one kept, like, $500 off my damage deposit because he said a light bulb was um, was out. Yeah, I've had really bad Vancouver landlords. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I also just moved into my place um, March 15th. So I'm like very new to these landlords. And I just, it, it's a very uncomfortable position to be in to be like, hey, like, well, the government says you can't evict me. So I'm sorry, I can't pay you. Like, no matter how nicely you say it, like, it's still an uncomfortable position to be in. It is, but it's uncomfortable for everyone. Like, you have to understand that this is a global, like, not you, but, like, they have to understand that this is a global pandemic and this is not not a personal problem. It's not like suddenly you're out of a job um, because of personal reasons and now you can't pay. It's that the entire world is shutting down and nobody can pay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just shitty all around. Like, I guess it'd be different if I had been with the landlord for a year and they knew me and they knew how good I was with paying my bills and like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey guys, like, you know, I'm good for it. Can you defer my payments? I'll add an extra thousand dollars on for the next like several months once my work starts to pay off the months I miss, like blah, blah, blah. And like, I had that standing with them already, but it's just very awkward to be like, hey, you don't really know me, but can you just trust that like, I'm going to start paying you again? Like, 
but yeah, in in, in, any other, in any other situation, yes. But as I said, this is kind of a unique situation. Yeah, I think I think you're just very optimistic with how understanding people are, and I just have like <laughs> I have had really bad experiences with people not being remotely understanding yeah. and being very greedy. So I'm just worried how they're going to respond. And, like, yeah. it sucks because, like, the only response they really have is either say, yes, I understand, we'll defer it, or no. And then I go, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. too bad. And then it just puts bad blood between us, right? Yeah. We, um, uh, we just contacted our landlord and said that, like, we won't be paying. Um, we, um, we basically just sent something being, like, because uh, of the pandemic, like, everyone's been laid, laid off. We've all applied for something. Um, but just letting you know, like, we won't be able to pay the rent um, and stuff like that. And he just basically said, appreciate giving uh, you guys giving me the heads up. I hope your EIs are processed promptly, um, as promised by the government, as we're all facing uncertain economic times and financial obligations. So, I don't know. I, like, I understand why you would be a little bit pessimistic about this, but I do think that this is a completely unique situation that everybody sort of has an understanding over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just hoping that, like, because my rent's on the 15th, I'm yeah. just hoping by that time the government, like, gets its fucking shit together and, like, freezes rent and mortgages. Yeah. Has a little bit of a something more sustainable that you can go to your landlord with being, like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And it's not just, like, my say that I don't want to pay. Like, it's a fact that, like, the government said it's, like, it's okay to it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm, I'm hoping that they move forward with that as well. Yeah, uh, 100%. And that's why I'm, like, just, like, I'm saying, like, me and my and my landlord and my situation, but I know I'm in a better situation than a lot of people, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of more speaking for people that, like, literally cannot pay their rent. Yeah. You know, like, I, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's more so, like, what if people, like, actually don't have a dollar to their fucking name, have no savings? Like, it's just a very un- shitty position to be in, and the government, I feel like, should have our backs in a sense where, like, Kind of the sense where, like, we can hide behind them. Does that make sense? Like, at least they're, like, they're the ones, like, putting yeah, it in place. No, and I completely agree, and I hope that they move forward with, with that. But I also, yeah. I mean. You like to think that, like, the landlords are going to be, like, kind of, like, human and be, like, like, until, like. At least understanding until the government gives us a solidified, like, this is what to do. You know? Yeah. No, I hope so. I just don't know my landlords at all, so I have no fucking clue. Like. Honestly, my landlord's a straight douchebag, and he's still being, like, understanding. Like, we we will avoid telling him about problems in that house just so that we don't have to see him. Jesus. No, mine, that they both seem very nice, but my interactions with them are just so limited that yeah. I don't, I would like to think that they're going to be great about it and be like, we understand it's, yeah, a global pandemic. It's not like, hey, I'm lazy, I didn't work, I tricked you into, like, renting to me yeah. or something, you know? No. Yeah. yeah, honestly, like our landlord was, I can't remember what he was saying. He's saying something about his wife and he literally turns to us and he was like, well, you guys know how women are. And we were like, oh. Tell me how women are. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Ugh, great. He sounds like a gem. But hey, at least he has understanding. Yeah. Uh, next question. Hey, I hope you're keeping well in this shit storm of a time. I have a question if you have the time. I want to sell FaceTime sessions or pre-made videos to trusted clients. Do you think going through OnlyFans would be better or should I sell them directly? I've not used OnlyFans before. Uh, I would say sell them directly because for OnlyFans, you have to have them subscribe per monthly, like per month, and then um, 
and then buy the video. I think that if you can just sell them directly, that's more money in your pocket, plus you don't have to pay out the cut that OnlyFans takes. Right. So that's exactly what I said to her when I answered her, like, privately. I said, well, if you... OnlyFans is great if you don't already have the clientele base to sell videos to, mm-hmm. because it's a way kind of like ad- advertising yourself to whoever subscribes and then like sending them like pay per view videos to like entice them to buy them. But if you already have clients that are asking for videos, I 100% would do that privately with e transfers because, yeah, you don't need them to sign up to a site. You don't need to sign up to a site. You don't need to maintain a site. You don't need to um, put your banking into another site and hope it doesn't crash. You know, you can get direct e-transfers. You don't have to tip out a site. They don't have to worry about getting charged in American like OnlyFans does. Um, And OnlyFans has a cap on how much people can tip you for video. So if it's your personal, like, video and you're doing it personally, then you can charge whatever you want, not to worry about, like, a cap on that. Also, there is the idea of, like, if you directed your clients to OnlyFans, you're kind of opening them up to an array of other girls, like technically your competition. So yeah. it might be good to like not steer them towards that because they, because only fans, a lot of girls do sell very cheap stuff on there. So like prices are very low. So you might lose clients to when they realize that girls are, you know, posting 60 videos a month for free, like free or like $5, you know, like, yeah. so I would definitely do it privately. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, what are some recommended sites for fetish? So the ones I have are I want clip the ones that I would recommend are I want clips, many vids, clips for sale, uh, Avian, which has a store like OnlyFans doesn't. Avian has a store, and Streammate, which is um, for private shows. Those are the the sites I'd recommend. Yeah, I think you covered all the ones that I know of as well. I know that OnlyFans, you can just make a fetish account, but it's definitely not curated towards that sort of stuff. Um, also, depending on what sort of fetish um, you are looking at, I heard that Twitter has quite a big, like, fandom community, um, and it can also be uh, good to promote uh, fetish types things as well. Mm-hmm. No, but for sure. It, yeah. Um, and yeah, those were just kind of the five that are a little more less known than OnlyFans, okay. Patreon, all that stuff. Um, next question. When can we watch the D&D live stream? So we played, what, last Friday? Yeah. And it was we literally played for eight hours. I think we had a 45-minute break at one point. Um, and we were just, as I said before, all learning the software and how to do it. Um, after that, I ordered three packs of D&D dice because um, it'll just make the game move faster. Um, but, I, yeah, so we didn't live stream that one. We definitely have a couple clips out of it for promos. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we get a little bit quicker and we start our campaign, which our lovely DM is going to um, start producing – uh, hopefully we'll be able to live stream it, uh, in a, in a few weeks, I would say. I'm also going to buy my elf ears. So just saying. Yeah. And we're still, sorry, what'd you say? I'm going to buy my elf ears. Yeah. Yeah. I have little, uh, horns as well. My, bless my little satanic roommate. Um, but yeah, we're still kind of working out which platform is best to stream it on as well. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has suggestions on good sites to stream, to stream on that allow like 
some kind of nudity potentially or like sexual content. Yeah. And um, swearing because I fucking swear a fucking lot. Yeah, so Twitch uh, is you have to be very limited into the swearing, although, um, yeah, someone gave some good advice to one of the girls in the group, but uh, swearing has to be limited and um, there's no nudity or sexual content allowed. So I think even laughing uh, an elf's dick, laughing at an elf's dick would have gotten us booted up. Maybe pushing it. Yeah. Oops. Um, Next question. Have you watched Tiger King? I am living for the memes that have come out of that show. Me and my roommates watched it back to back in one day. Um, And it just got, it was wild from start to finish. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, And Carol definitely killed her husband. Yo, Carol will be killing that man for sure. But yo, she's smart as fuck. Look how much money she got out of it. Just saying. Also, he was a predator. He picked her up while she was walking on the street. So, like, yo, they tell you don't pick up hitchhikers. So, what did he expect? <laughs> like, it just was like she played the long game. She didn't kill him right away. She waited <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> you know, she's brilliant. No, I'm absolutely living for the memes that are coming out of that. So good. It's they're really doing the Lord's work right now. <laughs> <laughs> we need, honestly, everyone needed that. Um, and if you watched it, do it. 100%. If you didn't watch it, what the fuck are you doing for your life? Like, you ain't got nothing to do. Watch Tiger King. I told my girlfriend the other day, she's like, I need a good laugh because she's going through some stuff right now. And I was like, yo, Tiger King was hilarious. And she's like, what's that? I was like, don't call me again. <laughs> don't call me until you've watched it from start to finish. Yeah, lose my number. But yeah, I was like, you need to watch Tiger King. I don't know what the fuck you're doing in, like, your hole in the basement or something. But, like, <laughs> like y'all need to be watching the show. But anyways, that was all the questions. Um, I did get an amazing email that I want to share because it just like made me smile so big. And I sent it to Riley because this is like literally what I live for. Um, Emails like this and just messages like this. So he goes, hey, Danny, I'm an open-minded square who loves dabbling in bits of kink, primarily swinging and bisexuality. I have never been able to be completely open with my sexuality because I find that people want a complete labeled definition of what I feel when even I don't have a fucking clue sometimes. I found your podcast a few months ago and have been binge listening episodes out of order because of the titles drawing me in. I have to say thank you. I love your content and I love your point of view. I truly appreciate your breaking down of the lingo because this is all new jargon to me. I am a psychiatric nurse, so I find a lot of the population I work with uses some of these terms, and I appreciate so much being able to learn what they mean from someone who paints the sex work industry in such a positive way. Truly, at the end of the day, all I want is for everyone to love each other and accept whatever the fuck job choices people are making. So thank you for giving me such a beautiful understanding that I'm still working on expanding. Additionally, I love your interviews with Riley. You you guys, this is literally Riley wrote this email. (laughs) It was my email, guys. (laughs) You guys are so awesome together on air, and your episode of Don't Yuck Someone's Yum was truly comforting to me. I know it makes me a dork, but I love laughing along with you guys listening in my car. You've created a safe space to sit with my sexuality and all its changing tides, and I feel bits of culturally created shame dissipating. Mostly, I just want to say hi, give my support, and thank you for helping me educate myself further in the sex work industry. Peace, love, and Purell. Stay sanitized. All the best. Yeah. Peace, love, and Purell. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, I, yeah, you sent me that um, email, and it was really lovely. I mean, this is why I feel so privileged to be a part of um, your passion project as well. 
Yeah, I think it's just because it exactly was my goal when I first thought of doing this was that I just wanted a space for like men and women to kind of just embrace and explore their sexuality and realize that like, you know, as long as it's consenting adults, there's no shame in it. And if you want to profit off it with consenting adults, there's no shame in that. So that really, it just like makes me so happy that I'm doing this and that you're joining me and that it's hitting um, the goals I had in mind with it, that it's giving people that kind of safe space to do exactly that. And that, you know, she's starting to like, yeah, some of that cultural shame she's like had put on her is slowly kind of melting away. That's really all I wanted from this podcast. So, yeah. Well done, us, you know? Go team. (laughs) We are doing the Lord's work, people, okay? (laughs) Um, Okay, stay or go? Yes, should I stay or should I go now? If I go there, we'll be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then rap. Um, <laughs> and same. Um, okay, first one. He goes to the club at least once a week. What, uh, what sort of club? Like, unst, 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 unst. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, is it a strip club? Is this how I met him? Is he tipping well? How much money does he spend? Um, go. I go out, like, maybe a couple times a year. I just, like, this, no. This, no. (laughs) Okay, see, the thing is, like, if he's going to, like, to the club once a week... If I'm at work at the same time and he wants to go out for the for a boys' night, whatever. But like, if that's our one night to spend together, like we work weekends, you know. If he wants to go out, well, can I start this again? I just <laughs> go on. <laughs> I'm not deleting anything you've said. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> My brain just, like, ran three laps around itself. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's go back to that question about how you keep your mental health. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to take it from here. Um, for me, I'm it would be... That's not my thing. Bye. <laughs> I love how you're okay with a guy with a bush who doesn't, like, clean himself and doesn't have a car. <laughs> but if he, like, goes to the club... <laughs> fuck that loser. Interesting. <laughs> All very interesting. <laughs> this is why I'm so single. <laughs> um, okay, honestly, though, for me, it would be a uh, fuck no. Like, I would go so quick. I wouldn't even, like, have a date with you because what the fuck do we have in common? Like, I don't go to clubs unless I'm being paid. Like, the last time I went to a club, I think was, like, my birthday two years ago. Well, and my birthday this year. Oh, like, yeah, like a bar. <laughs> Yo, Buffalo Bills is a rocking club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, do you mean, like, it's very, like, few and far between times that I go to a club, and it's usually, like, a special occasion, like someone's birthday, or I'm getting paid to be there. So yeah. if it's, like, some little, like, club hopping guy who gets bottle service and like sits and drinks his little like gin and tonic 
and like bobs his little head to like the music. Like I just can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, okay, next question. Their best friend oh, is. Oh, you're letting me record, re-record that and sticking. That's there now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. Their best friend is their ex-boyfriend. Sorry, one more time. Or ex-girlfriend. Their best friend is their ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. I already know that's a fuck no for you. Mm. Um, I think that depends. Proceed. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I thought you were pausing. Uh... I think depending on how, like, flirty they were or their interactions, I would be okay with it. Like, if they weren't really flirty, if it just, like, didn't work out for them romantically but they were good friends, I don't think I would really have a problem with it, to be honest. Yeah, I think, like, things like this where it's very situational, it 100% depends on, like, how they're behaving. Like, I would also factor in, like, how long ago were they exes like did they were this like that is this their most recent girlfriend like they just came out of her vagina and then went to mine like like, dip out dip in like you know like that I don't know if I'd be as comfortable with if like enough time hasn't really passed to make it platonic you know um and yeah like how do they behave and like are they wanting to hang out alone that would bother me too like, they're having little play dates together. Like, so I think for the most part, I'd probably be go. Because I find, like, most men don't really keep an ex around unless there is those. I think women are more likely to keep exes around as straight platonic friends. And I find men don't do that as often. So I think if yeah. a guy is keeping an ex around, there might be more feelings on his end. I think that I would be mostly stay, to be honest. Because I have definitely had, um, like, exes who have, like, kept um, ex-girlfriends around as friends. And I just, I have the idea that just because something hasn't worked out, um, like, romantically for someone doesn't mean that, like, they have to completely lose that person from their lives. But at the same time, you know, is the ex-girlfriend making an effort with me to, like, kind of be friends and understand that it could be a weird situation and being respectful of that. Um, I think, yeah, I think it would depend on those sorts of things. But I would say stay. You're just happy you have a boyfriend. I'm just so happy someone loves me. They can do whatever they fucking want. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Where is the lie? Where is the lie? I'm not sure. It seems to be quite the zigzag. Um, Okay, next question. Their best friend is your ex. Their best friend. So I'm dating my ex's best friend is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, obviously, I have chosen... Like, did I not know who the best friend was? Like, is this no, new? No, you didn't know when you first started hanging out. Okay. Well, clearly, he wasn't a very good ex, am I right? Like, I never met his best friend. <laughs> just agree with... Just go with the question, goddammit. <laughs> Stop with the questions. 
<laughs> like dodging, finding loopholes, just anyone to love me. <laughs> it's all fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Anything will go. I'm very lonely in quarantine. I'm masturbating many times. <laughs> <laughs> My labia is raw. <laughs> Like, it's hurting to pee. I'm like, oh, that's not. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it's fine. I feel like the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that that shit wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to talk about, like, how bomb this pussy is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, my girlfriends are getting a full, like, start to finish action replay of what we're doing so if you want to talk to one guy who's already experienced it feel free yeah i think it'd be more so the other way around if their ex was their best friend that would bother me more than my ex being their best friend yeah um they have no bed frame i can't say anything of this i have i have stayed (laughs) Yeah, I think we know by now for me, like, I wouldn't just because, like, you got to have a car, you have to have a license, you have to be paying your own rent, you have to, like, you know, got to have a fucking bed frame, like. Um, yeah, I, in my defense, he had just moved, and. Out of prison? Why doesn't he have a bed frame? <laughs> like, he didn't have a bed frame in his other place, too, then. He did have a bed frame. I don't know what happened to it, actually. They lost it in the move? Like, you haul just dropped it off somewhere? Can you believe it? This guy ghosted me. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm such a catch. <laughs> you did make cinnamon buns from scratch, and you're really clinging to that. So I'll give you that. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um, okay, number five, the last one. Stay or go. He's a Trump supporter. No, I'm off. Right? Like, even on, like, dating apps, if someone even mentions Trump in their dating app, I can't even fathom who is swiping right on this loser. Like, obviously, you are misogynistic, sexist, racist. Yeah. And don't agree with a lot of the values that I do. Like, it's just never going to work out. No, I, it's, a, it's such a quick go for me. Um, that's, my, that's my one attribute that I'm looking for in a man or a woman. <laughs> and Trump. That's all I have to do. That's all um, I have to do. All right, before I go, a couple announcements. Um, I've been kind of contemplating this for a little bit. So, yeah, someone came to me and was like, have you thought about doing, like, 50 plus a tip uh, merchandise? And I was like, you know what? I love that because it could have, like, 50 plus a tip writing on it. It could have, like, happy hoeing on it or, like, any of the catchphrases. Um, So, yeah, I'm in this quarantine time with all this, like, self-reflecting. I was like, you know what? Like, I love that idea. E-commerce, like, in general isn't, like, very lucrative. But, um, but yeah, I think I have, like, kind of put together enough of a little bit of a brand here and a following that it could work. And so that's kind of in the works at the moment, just looking into it more. So if you guys think that's a good idea, um, definitely throw us a message of support because, yeah, I'm... I'm mulling it over at the moment. Yeah. And uh, speaking of clothing, we have a new sponsor called Temptations Avenue Lingerie. 
Temptations Avenue Lingerie is an attitude to be owned for those who enjoy the pleasures of seduction. Temptations Avenue Lingerie is a Canadian-owned lingerie brand with a variety of styles, ranging from sexy and wild to demure and sweet. Check them out on Instagram at Temptations Avenue and use our discount code TIP25 to get 25% off your entire order. That's TIP25 for 25% off. So that's it for this episode. As always, hit us up with the DMs, the emails, 50plusatip at gmail.com, Instagram, 50plusatip. Let us know if you have any questions for our next episode. Let us know if you're interested in the merchandise and what you'd want. Um, Yeah. Anything from you, Riley? No, I... Just everybody stay safe and sane. Yeah, and e-transfer me money. Okay. (laughs) That's it. As always, have a wonderful week. And happy hoeing. Bye. Bye.